Hello and welcome to the second episode of our Dots podcast, which we've uh, named Dots Thoughts. Uh, I'm joined today by two special guests, Altroit Red Flames and Sloth Face Killa. I am Mithrin Deer, the department head of the Dots trading cards, and uh, we're going to answer some questions here for you and then also talk about how our launch went and the results of our recent customer survey. Uh, so Cal, will you introduce yourself a little bit and tell us what you've been doing for DOTS? Yeah, hi everyone. <clears throat> I'm Caltrot Red Flames, and I have been doing all of the software for it. So getting the database, uh, paying for servers, building the website, and um, I think that's everything I did. Oh, that's it? Yeah, that's all. Not much. Ah, <laughs> uh, It's tough to follow that, because um, I don't really do much for DOTS. Uh, I guess I issue packs here and there. Um, but otherwise, I'm here support. for uh, moral support and um, just bouncing ideas off the people, I guess. Which is super important. There's there's no reason to understate that when <laughs> I'm people just can to be do along stuff, the but ride. there aren't good ideas or people to tell them, hey, that's a stupid thing to do. Don't do that. Then things can go off the rails pretty quick. True, true. Your feedback throughout this whole process has been uh, been really helpful. Okay, so uh, we're going to start off today with just going through the cu uh, the uh, questions that you all sent in. Um, I'll give. Sloth and Cal um, a chance to answer, and then I might respond to what uh, to what they say here. So our uh, very first questions come from our head banker, Opera Phantom, who's done a lot of work with us to um, make this dots launch really smooth. So uh, we appreciate him. Uh, he says, "How many man, woman, whatever hours spent on dots?" <laughs> so um, a lot. <laughs> Yeah, because I feel like I can't even imagine how much time Cal's put in. So I'm curious to hear if he could even estimate himself here. Well, so let's let's think about the different people that have been involved in this. They're the card makers. There's Big Red, who's been doing the cutouts. Um, there's me, who's been doing the software. Uh, are there, are there any with other... all the administrative stuff. Yeah, the administrative stuff. I think that's all the big time sinks. Um, so making the website, I started doing when I got furloughed at the beginning of July. It was on July 1st. Um, I spent two weeks full time. So that's two 40 hour weeks just working on the website. So that's 80 hours there. Um, I spent about 20 hours just trying to fix the Chrome Safari issue, uh, and then probably probably about 50 hours just doing everything else. Or no, because okay, uh, probably close to like 30 doing everything else. So just me, that's uh, 120 hours. And then there was the database fix. Did I already say that? No, I don't think so. Oh Database. Yeah. Why don't you tell us about that? Yeah. Oh, so um, there was an issue that happened, and this is a, a fair amount my fault. Um, so when people enter the new cards into the database, they use this form I created on the website, and uh, 
it it's you're you're able to search for cards by the player's name, but it's case sensitive, and uh, so like if you enter in like DJ Law with all caps and the periods, but you don't with like a player of the year card or something for DJ Law, then it's like one card might have lowercase, the other uppercase. Um, then those are not seen as the same player in the system. <clears throat> and that happened for about a hundred cards with various issues. Like there was trailing white space where, you know, somebody may have just hit space at the end of uh, entering the player name. Uh, if you use enter to submit cards and you do it too many times because you're being impatient, that will double submit cards. So I had to go through the whole database and check any card that had uh, any sort of similar name and make sure that it was actually supposed to be in there, that it wasn't a duplicate, that the name didn't mean to be fixed. So that was for four days straight. When I wasn't sleeping or working, I just fixed the database. <laughs> oh, so that was fun. Um, so yeah, probably close to 150 hours of just working on the code and the database and the, new, the website for just me. Wow, that is so many hours. And that's just one member of our team. Um, I know you haven't done a lot of work with the with actually creating card sloth, but I know you do um, a lot of graphics work. Could you give us an, an idea of how long it might take to do just a regular plain jersey swap and then adding the template uh, for the base set cards? If it helps, oh. there are about 700 cards in the system right now. So... Yeah, I mean, it's tough to say because I have to say the people we have working on the graphics, they seem to actually care about what they're putting out. Um, I mean, I've seen them fix cards multiple times, just even say they're not happy with certain things. So I, I mean, a lot of time goes into this. I know I've seen some people say like, oh, they're just slapping draft renders in there and stuff like that. But uh People are cleaning them up and like fixing swaps and doing like that. And I, I would say like even though that Al provided a pretty good template for the cards to sort of uh, get people going, I mean, it's probably going to take you maybe an hour or something on a card if you're like really touching it up. And what I've seen these people doing, they're really putting time into it. Minimum half an hour per card, I'd say. Yeah, I easily half an hour. I Because, you know, I mean, people are finding, you know, certain things on cards, but the sheer amount of cards that have been produced and the quality of them, I, yeah, people are putting a lot of time into this. And then you've got the the awards cards, right? So that's... I've heard from uh, Quirky Turtle, who's done our award series. He, he told me that he can do up to two to three hours just on one card. Yep, I believe it. Oh, yeah. 46. I'm surprised it doesn't take him more. So two hours times 46 cards... I mean, that's almost 100 hours that he's put in already. And he hasn't been with us this entire time. Right. Um, from the administration standpoint, I would say um, between um, organizing people, assigning people to cards. Spreadsheet um, work. Spreadsheets created so that we can keep track of everything. Um, submitting cards, approving cards. Um, creating presentations for HO or communicating with head office and the league. I think I've easily put in 60 to 80 hours of administration work since this thing began as well, if not more. Yeah, 
I don't think it's unreasonable to say that we're either at or already past a thousand hours of total man hours into this. For the whole team, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I think that's pretty comfortable that we can say that we've met that easily. Yeah. And, uh, the the encourage the yeah the encouraging thing for me though is I feel like we've gotten to a point that sure we have a lot of work to do still. We have a really solid foundation uh, of our processes, of our plan going forward that is sustainable. And I think the amount of work that needs to happen to keep this thing going is going to be less than uh, what we've put in so far. Except for Cal, who's got to basically redesign the website. Yeah, we'll get yes. to that. <laughs> uh, yeah. <laughs> the good news is, for anyone that heard that and went, what? It should be a lot easier the second go around, but but I'll get more into it later. Absolutely. Okay, so let's get on to our second question from Opera. Uh, he says, he asks, what's each of our favorite cards? That's tough. That is really tough. It's definitely an awards series one for me. <laughs> I feel like I was going to agree with that really fast, but then I really enjoy the Hall of Fame cards as well. Oh, man. They... Oh, man. Yeah, the two-tone, the the um, split down the middle with the two different colors. The Hall of Fame ones are really cool. Sort of have that retro feel. Um, There's card. Um Awards yeah, the Ugarth uh, awards card does come to mind. That one is sick. Oh, um, the Hall of Fame ones. I think I'd have to go with that. I really like um, the Carlito Crush one, or is it Starlito? I don't know. That's the one I would choose. Ooh, yeah. Is he? Is that an Orange County guy? Yeah, that's the Orange County yes. guy. Yes. Just the cards themselves are really cool, but the way that they were able to take the render and like change the color of the pants, throw the logo on there, and just make it look super cool. Big fan of that one. Agreed with you on that, Cal. Agreed with you. I also love the Versalto um, Hall of Fame card, uh, but part partially just because he played for Tijuana. Um, yeah. And he's an incredible <laughs> player, incredible user. Um, but that is such a cool card. Yeah, and I really, I, both of the uh, Cam Newton render cards in the Hall of Fame series are really cool too. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I can't tell you how excited I am for Give Us a Fair Rub to get an Offensive Lineman of the Year card. Who knows yes. when it will happen, but when it does, I'm putting that in my SIG. You have what? a very good chance this year, my friend. I think you finally passed Lazzy and you're, uh, you're really pushing for that award this year. I heard that. Don't we have one more game left, though? Got one more to go, one but more. I think it's a pretty big lead. Here, I'll just pull up the pancake totals right now. Yes. It's been doing a great job of uh, keeping me upright, that's for sure. Uh, I didn't even really think that we're all Nova boys uh, doing the yeah. Nova podcast here. All right, Cal, take a guess. How many, uh, how many pancakes do you think you have through 15 weeks? 86. 90. Wow. Okay. Oh, Undersold yourself. Yeah, and you have, uh, you have a small lead. You Three pancake lead on Laszlo 42. Oh man, that is a close one. If you can hold on one more game, you can get that sweet awards card. I'll tell you, that's 
another one of those small things about dots. Yeah. I think, you know, it just adds incentives to some of these things, like besides getting an award, which is obviously a great honor, now get an insane dots card. So, um, yeah, I think people are going to be really excited to get their uh, awards cards moving forward. Right. Not that, you know, you would scoff at just winning an award, but getting a card is a pretty sweet bonus, in my opinion. Oh, for sure. Definitely agreed. Okay, let's move on to our next round of questions. Uh, we have one question from DD Rector, uh, our GM over in NOLA, and he wants to know, will usernames be added to DOTS cards in the future? What do you guys think about uh, He's brought this up a few times. I don't think so. Um, just the reason being that one, it would require, not require, but it would probably mean we want to add a database change so people can look up all of their cards in the future just by username. And that would be a monumental task itself, not to mention adding them to all of the cards we've already created. Uh, and visually, that would just be a lot of clutter. I mean, the cards are already pretty cluttered as it is. Adding one more piece of information is just going to clutter too much. But that said, I don't know. Maybe in like a year or two when Myth is old and sad and tired and doesn't want to do this anymore, somebody new will come in and take over and be like, we're adding usernames. Cards. <laughs> and you think I'm going to make it a year or two in this job? <sighs> Please? <laughs> as long as I'm in this league, I'm going to around and help out with dots for sure this has been a really fantastic experience nice so my issue with usernames is this um dots is kind of imitating real life trading cards right so in that sense the player is what's important for these not the user um because why does it matter who the user is behind the card? Um, we're going for football players, football cards. And so for me, putting a forum username on there sort of goes against that purpose of a real-life football card. Yeah, I would agree with that. Uh, that was kind of my first thought with the username stuff. Um, I think maybe down the line, uh, if it weren't like a big issue and there weren't sort of other pressing sort of uh, stuff that we need to get done, maybe adding sort of like a hidden field on a card, just putting in the username so somebody could search a database and just be like, oh, I wonder how many players this person has had. And they can just pull up all their cards real fast. I think that would just be kind of like a neat way to utilize the database, but definitely not like a priority moving forward. Sure, and not on the card itself. Right, exactly. Yeah, no, I have an idea for the future for the website um, where if like you you get a card in your pack and uh, I don't know, let's say it's uh, Carlito Crush because I'm blanking on other names right now. <laughs> what it would do is point directly to the wiki. Um, there'd be a link like under where you open all your cards and for each one it would have a link to the wiki that would open in a new tab and then if you don't know who a player is, or you go like, oh man, I used to play with that guy, I wonder what awards he has, It'd take you to his player page. Um, so, and 
that branches off like one of my original reasons that I thought this was a cool idea is that with all of the historical cards, as the league continues, new people will come in and be like, oh, I wonder what this thing is. They'll open a pack and be like, I don't know who any of these players are. And then they, they can uh, go to the wiki and be like, oh, who was this guy that I just got who was like a Hall of Famer, apparently? <laughs> so, Dude, I love oh. that idea. Yeah, that's a great idea. Um, one thing we have talked about, though, is user-specific cards, as in not a player card with their username on it, but something like DM cards or the most dedicated members or the user hall of fame those people could you could potentially make cards for those um that's not our biggest priority for a series right now but i know that is something that some people have had interest in yeah i mean i guess uh as not like a gm myself i'm sort of uh I guess not hot or cold on it. Like, I wouldn't hate the idea, but it's not something that I personally am, like, really pushing, like, hoping that we really dive into, I guess. Yeah. Yep. I, uh, even though I am a GM, I'm I'm kind of with you there. I'm neutral. I, I don't absolutely hate it. Not like, we have to do GM cards right away. That's our next thing. Yeah, I feel like it's something that we did down the line. It'd be kind of cool, you know, to have. Uh, wouldn't mind throwing some GMs, some cards, and things like that. But I think it would definitely be pretty low priority as far as uh, maybe like new series of cards or uh, making sure that we've just kind of filled out our collection. Right. Yeah, I'm with you guys there. I do think it sounds interesting, though. Like, uh, I actually don't collect baseball cards in real or football cards in real life, so I don't know if there's like a I don't know who's the Bill Belichick. I don't know if they make those cards or not, but if they do, then like I don't see any reason why we wouldn't try that. I know it's GMs, but they essentially fill the role of coach. That's actually not a bad shout, actually. Uh, I collect a little bit of like hockey cards in real life, but uh, I don't know. Maybe they do. Right? It would make sense to have like legendary, you know, Hall of Fame coaches and stuff like that, right? Right. Who knows? So that's not a bad it's idea. Definitely an interesting, interesting idea for the future that we should consider. Okay, and it's also it would be kind of cool to have uh, GMs have to pick renders and things like that too, and kind of yeah. uh, visualize like a real part of the league, I guess. So that's another good point. Okay, let's move on to our next set of questions. These are from Joe Fish. Uh, his first question is: Do we get a free pack for asking questions? <laughs> um, but more seriously, um, this does get at something I've been thinking about a lot. Um, people have sort of portrayed us in certain situations as money grab or as um, head offices minions that are just helping drain money out of the economy. <laughs> and, uh, you know, they think, you know, the cards are really expensive and we're just trying to take all their money away. So um, I think we could potentially be more generous about awarding free cards for a multitude of different things. We've talked a lot about this. Our intention doing this project was never to just try to take as much money from people as we could. Um, we just 
have been passionate about this project, we want to get these cards out there. And uh, this whole idea of taking money from the economy was just one point that we used to sell ourselves to head office so that they would go along with it. Yeah, so so what happened was I, uh, over the weekend before I was uh, furloughed, was like, oh, you know what, uh, I want to do a, a programming project that like isn't at work. Um, what would be a cool idea? Uh, we tried doing this in the hockey league. You know what, let me try and like make a website for this. And then if it works here, I can try to do it on SHL. Uh, so I started talking about it a little bit, and that same day, somebody else uh, that was in NOLA said, Hey, Tijuana's talking about this a lot. So we got together and we were like, this would be so cool. And never at any point did anybody say, I bet this would be a great way to take money from other people. <laughs> the only reason that became a thing was because, uh, you know, Mithrandir is putting... Uh, this great presentation together for HO and we're all like what's what can we do to make sure that they accept this proposal and we're all coming up with ideas for like well this is why it would be beneficial and this is why like there's no negative to it and one of the things was well you guys are worried about too much money in the economy this can be a way of helping with that but HO has been super not helpful with certain things and you know what if they're listening like I'm not bashing you, I'm just being honest. Like, there's been a lot of effort put into this and we haven't seen that same effort put back into us. Now I know HO is super busy, there's a lot going on in the league. They have other stuff that they need to take care of. Meanwhile, there's like, this is just an extra, so I understand. But like, it, we're not their lackeys or anything, not even close. This is like, you know, we've talked about uh, at what point would we decide in the future that we don't want to make people pay for these anymore? Because we could easily just say, hey, you get a free pack a day. Um, so I, we're talking about it, and it, it's not our intention to take money from people. It's our intention to give people neat collections of cards to look at. And I think... Um... Part of, you know, like I mentioned earlier, I collect hockey cards a little bit in real life and things like that. Um, I'm definitely not against, you know, everybody getting the cards that they want and, you know, everybody being really happy, spending all the, their money on their packs and things like that. But um, I was kind of hoping, you know, that our economy would in a way mimic real life. You know, you can't just walk into a card shop and buy every single box that everybody has there and make sure you get every card you know just because that's just not a real thing um so i feel like it's kind of like a tightrope between a realistic sort of pull situation and then also just not being sort of too tight with our money if that makes sense yeah i agree you can't like <sighs> yeah because if we just if we give out a pack every day it kind of devalues it so there's a, a tight line to walk to try to get it into as good of a place as we can get it. And we're probably not going to get it perfect, but we're trying. Yeah, and I feel like we're, you know, I know at least I am becoming more open to uh, hearing ideas from people, you know, trying to make it so that we're in a place where a good majority of people like the price point and want to spend money on it. Yeah, I mean, myself, I bought three packs. I don't have the money to buy a ton. <laughs> so I get it. I totally understand people that aren't happy about it. 
Yeah, I think I'm gonna have to cancel my uh, like season pass or whatever it's called for a little bit before I uh, make some more money up here. I don't know what I missed uh, while my internet died here. Um, oh, oh no. But to that point um, about um, about charging for the packs or offering packs for free, um, we are considering uh, some more promotions and different events and things where people can earn free packs um, in a lot of different ways. So, um, and hopefully that'll get more people involved who who really want to be able to have uh, a collection, but just haven't yet because it's too much league money for them right now. For sure, I think. Uh... Honestly, the goal is to make it as accessible as possible because in the end, it's like it's successful if people are buying or not even buying them, you know, just trading, getting them, appreciating them, you know, so more people, the better. But also there is a certain element of people value things more when it costs them something. So I do wonder right. if we did offer these cards for free, would people like them as much? Um, I don't know if oh, that... Oh yeah, that's probably... Uh, I was speaking to that a bit probably when your internet cut out. I was talking about trying to mimic uh, real world, you know, scarcity in a way while still sort of being generous in a way. Mm -hmm. I think if we were if we were to go to free and we limited it to just one pack a day, I think uh, it, it kind of makes it scarce because like you still have to log in daily and click the button, right? and some people aren't gonna do that but i definitely i i think if we were to do that first we should consider going to down to like 100k per pack or something like that because going straight to fee free seems like super drastic um, definitely agree with that there are a lot of options and stuff that we can do before we get to that point so that had nothing to do with Joe Fish's original question. <laughs> Just to actually answer your question, no, sorry, you don't get a free pack for asking questions. But uh, keep eyes out. We might uh, be issuing free packs for various things in the future. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, his next question is more of a statement, which I've seen him post quite a bit around his card, which is, give Joe Fish card. <laughs> <laughs> you give me a fair rub and I'll give you a card. <laughs> hey, there we go. Cal's the guy to talk to if you want a card. Yeah. September 22nd, that's the date we keep throwing out. Um, that's when we're dropping our Season 24 updates. Uh, so be sure to look ahead to that. I've also put out a new schedule, and that entire week we have multiple different events and promos going on. So be sure to check out the DOT schedule if you have not yet. And uh, you will, in fact, have a Joe Fish card in circulation on September 22nd. So there you go. Get excited, man. And uh, his last question is, is there any chance you add team-specific or player-specific packs? Different packs were talked about. Um, we decided to go with one just to start out. But I will say that is both possible and very simple for me to implement that if we ever do decide to do it. Team packs seems really cool to me, actually. I really like that idea. I think it's interesting, but I don't think it's something we should do. It 
it would make it easier to like nobody's gonna buy, get like a butcher's pack right because they haven't had any good seasons yet they're not gonna have any <laughs> hall of famers right or oh like, boy i mean it, it's just a fact no one's gonna buy honolulu packs how about that there fuck every team. i would take uh sean o'leary card out of uh the butchers Fair, right well at just you get what i'm saying though right it'd be easier no, i get i get what you're saying the system and get the more valuable cards um sure. so i can and see that being an issue we have a million yellow knife cards right now that are between their like 40 awards cards plus their ultimate champs cards that they have in circulation right now um definitely the team to go for we could um I just had a crazy thought. We could tie the team-specific packs to their uh, how how much their stock is selling for in the ISFL. So if they're <laughs> doing well and their stock's high, you got to pay more to get that pack. <laughs> huh. That might Very... be a bit much for me to do. <laughs> <laughs> um. Yeah. So we have talked about various different packs well, offerings that we can give. But I think I just like the simplicity of a single pack. Everybody buys the same packs, whether you have two million in your bank account or you have two hundred million in your bank account, and everybody has the same chances of getting good cards. Yeah, that is that's something I like because yeah, there are people who have like four hundred mil in their bank account. You know, if they could buy several packs in one day, then that would be kind of like okay, well, what's the point? Because you know, my, my collection is going to look like garbage compared to theirs. And if they have a different artificial way of saying, well, then I can pay more to get um, a, a bigger chance of getting a more rare card, then it's the same thing. Like, just there, there's got to be something that makes it so the people with less money don't feel like there's no point. Right. Right. So I think that's one way of helping with that. Yeah. So I guess another way to think about that would be we created this project for the league, not just for the top 5% of users. And so hopefully- not just the top 1%. Sure. <laughs> continue to find ways to uh, make dots more exciting and accessible to our, you know, even our like rookies. Um, I know not a lot of season 25 people have been buying cards because they feel like, you know, they don't have their own card. And they also can't afford it. So we'll continue to brainstorm how we can um, put out a good project for those, a uh, good product for those people as well. Yeah, definitely. Uh, I really wouldn't mind getting uh, rookies some cards there. So it'd be fun, a good way to get them uh, involved in the league and sort of learn about it, I think. So that's the thing we could do if there were a way for us to track rookies, just uh, say, like, hey, uh, rookies can buy packs for 100k instead, like just for their first season. Um, Ooh. And like that would be something you can take care of within the bank, totally separate from the website. Just that now that makes Ooh. it more difficult for the people processing the purchases. I don't know if we want to do that because manual labor being more difficult is never a good thing. So we'll have to talk to the bank, but I do like that idea a lot. Yeah. Wow, we're discovering things as we record. This is great. I love it. Yeah. <laughs> I hope we're taking notes. Nope. We can always go back and listen. Uh, our next question comes from Colt Classic. 
He says, Cal, how furious are you with this same site issue? But more seriously, I'd love to hear from Cal about his process around creating the site and any challenges or learnings he gained from that. Okay, yeah. Um, so as a software engineer, as my job, um, I'm past the point where I get furious anymore, really, unless it's like really, really bad and it's like three in the morning. Um, I just kind of expect to not know how things work, but when it gets to this point, I'm just sad and disappointed. Uh, it's just like I, I've spent so much time working on this and I, I literally cannot fix it until we rewrite the website. So it's just kind of like a, a sad fact of life. Um, when it comes to designing the website, uh, so I was pretty new to React JS when I started doing this. Um, so my first thing I did was get a database using uh, MongoDB because it's simple and easy to change and I'm familiar with it. Uh, and then I got my API started with Express.js and I was familiar with that, it was super simple. Um, but I learned a lot about React. I I learned that I have no idea how Next.js is actually supposed to work, and I definitely <laughs> hacked it together in a way that it should not work. Uh, I learned that I hate the React Strap library. I'm going to be using Material UI in the future, uh, or styled components. And um, I learned a lot about uh, OAuth and how that whole workflow is intended to be put together. Um, that, that was about a week of just solid trying to figure out how to hack it all together. So yeah, I probably, probably styling of components and OAuth are the big things I, I learned about. Well, I think we just lost our entire listener base. <laughs> I mean, I recognized a few of those words. Yeah. When they're put together, I have no idea what they mean, but they're words. Hopefully people didn't stop listening there. <laughs> we are so glad that we have you though, Cal, because we could not have done anything like this without you. So See, we're you guys say that, but if I just built the website and nobody was here making cards, dealing with HO and like getting the bank working, this would just be a stupid website. So <laughs> I do have to say though, uh, when you were talking Cal and I was watching your signature on the site at the same time, it just felt like a really relaxing like sync up between you explaining what you learned that I didn't understand and your sig just like a guy getting rocked. I was like, <laughs> I could watch this all night and listen to this. <laughs> I and love the that sig. Yeah, that sig is amazing. I got a terrible grade for it, but I don't even care. <laughs> oh, you made that? That thing's awesome, man. Yeah. Love it. Thanks. Okay, uh, next question. Uh, we have a few questions from Waldo. Uh, he says, have you thought about doing specific packs for just teams? We've talked a little bit about that already. Uh, he also asks, what are some programs you have been thinking of doing, like how Madden has football, outsiders, ultimate legends, and such? So this is the exciting part of the podcast that we get to dish a little bit on our upcoming series. Do you guys know, uh, I don't know what he means by Madden Football Outsiders and Ultimate Legends. I know what, well, so is that like Ultimate Team or is that different? Um, 
I am out of the loop, but I think he just means what kind of specialty series do we want to do next? Okay. Oh, okay. My bad. Yeah, I haven't owned a Madden game in a long time. So, so I, I think <laughs> I wasn't he sure might was be talking that. about Ultimate Team there. And if he is, uh, just real quick, that was a thing that I brought up when we were first starting that we decided not to go with because we wanted the cards to be more realistic as opposed to being like the um, like video game do games against other teams sort of thing. I could still set that up based on the rarity scale, uh, but it wouldn't be like each player getting a rating. That's, that's okay. all I'll say about that. I actually have a little bit of news about that. I actually haven't told anyone else this, but I got a message the other day from Adam S., the head of the casino department, um, yeah, the casino department. And he would like to eventually put together a tournament where players use their cards. Um, they they create a team based on the cards that they have. And they compete against each other in the sim. Um, in a, I guess, a bracket style tournament. If we could do that without me having to worry about like making our own football sim, because that was my plan, because it would be like way too difficult for me to just like create a way of automatically putting stuff into the sim that we use or like creating a sim myself, that would be amazing. Yeah, and Adam said the casino team would actually take care of a lot of the legwork for that tournament. Uh, he would just need our blessing. Um, as the dots department to go ahead and make it happen. So that's I would something to look forward kiss to. the ground under his feet if he did that. Yeah, yeah if uh, they want to be in charge of getting the players onto their appropriate teams uh, into the sim for that, then, I mean, I really pity whoever has to do that. But if they want to do that, I'm on board. Yeah, same. But as far as us developing something just for dots, um, and I'll, I'll take the fall for this. I know a lot of people want, have wanted us to go to the Madden Ultimate Team route, and I've just been against it from the very beginning. Um, I've My vision for this project has been um, a real-life trading card style sort of thing, um, like a Topps card or something like that. And I think you can even see the Topps influence in our, you know, in our logo and our card designs. So... Um, I accept blame. I'm the one who shot down the Madden Ultimate Team from the very beginning. I mean, if that's something we eventually decide we do want to add, we can just go with the rarity being like the the players overall, basically, like I was saying. So it's not entirely off the table, but that is like the very last thing that would be done. Like, there's a laundry list of stuff we need to take care of first. So... Yeah, agreed. Uh, but let's. Uh, so actually, we'll hold off for specialty on specialty series for now. We can talk about that later on. Um, Waldo's next question is: If you release more types of packs, will the price of the normal pack go down as there would be more options? So, I think we've already addressed the issue with having multiple different types of packs. But inherent in this question is. Will the, the packs be a little more affordable? And as we've said before, uh, we'll sort of continue to keep our ear to the ground. And uh, 
I wouldn't be surprised if we do end up reducing the price of the packs by a little bit um, in the future. Yeah, there's there's been no point in time where we haven't like been not paying attention to what's going on. Like we're all looking at how many cards are bought each day or packs. Uh, you know, Myth did that feedback survey. We've been trying to gauge what people are upset about or aren't upset about. Uh, like I, when I was trying to talk to Gucci, if anybody saw that, I was like, who's saying that Dots is a complete failure? And I kind of assumed that was just his opinion. And he was just saying, people are saying this, but <laughs> you know, you give him the benefit of the doubt and be like, who's saying that? Why are they saying that? To try to find out like, if he's upset and thinks it's a failure, that's important to know. Why does he think that? Let's try to fix it. So, right, yeah. you know, we're 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 all reevaluating everything, including the prices of packs, continually. I also have read through every single entry for the point task this week, which was about dots, um, so that I can see what people are thinking, what's the feedback, um, and I've already found a couple ideas in there that you all have had that I think would be really cool to add to our um, program. Yeah, a few of the uh, posts on the PT have been great. That's exciting that there was a PT about it. I didn't even know. I got to do mine still. Oh, geez, Cal. <laughs> I don't want to hear that. Get your point tasks in, everybody. And write <laughs> about thoughts, so that's exciting. Okay, we'll move on to our next questions um, from... Memento Mori, he's got a few questions here. Given that there's 700 cards and more coming soon, I think my goal is to collect the Philly cards, but others have already asked about team card packs. So we've already talked. There we go. Wow, I didn't know this is going to be more popular. I mean, uh, if yeah. this is that much in demand, we have to consider it at some point, right? So. But the thing yeah, is, we should talk about this. This is kind of devious here, but if we offer team packs, and everyone can just buy and get all the cards that they want, so then they won't have any reason to continue buying packs. Well, so the thing is, what I completely forgot this, I was wrong earlier. The way that it works is the pack says we're going to get six cards, right? One by one, it says give me a random number, and then I'll grab a card from there. So, uh, like, regardless of the pack, the team, uh, if Orange County has a ton of Hall of Famers, but um, like San Jose probably only has like a couple, I don't, I don't know. Um, the the percent chance of them getting a Hall of Fame card is identical regardless of the number of Hall of Famers on a team. Um. So if they want to keep getting the same Hall of Fame card, they can keep opening San Jose packs. Gotcha. That's interesting. Right. So actually, that wouldn't. That wouldn't really game the system. It would just be a way of saying, I just want San Jose cards. Mm. Okay, well, yeah. that is something for... Uh, I would say if we do get around to that, that's probably a project for mid to late October. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, I, we have other things to do there before that. There are much, sure. much more pressing issues. <laughs> uh, next question, any interest in doing position packs? For example, a quarterback pack? Or draft class packs for example a season 22 pack because the best draft class which uh i would agree season 22 is the best dress uh draft class i guess i gotta agree with that what do you <laughs> think Cal? two things position uh, or draft 
glass packs. Big fan of offensive linemen. Uh, unfortunately, right now, those are not tracked in the database. That makes it essentially impossible to do. Mm -hmm. uh, that makes sense. That's a blunder on my part. Well, I wouldn't say that's a blunder. I think that there's just so many variables. I don't know how you could uh, foresee all this. Yeah. But that, that would be a really cool idea. I would love to just pull offensive linemen. But uh, on the other hand, I like that you know, I'm trying to put an offensive lineman post together of all the cards that I get um, in the, the thread I made where people can show off their packs. Uh, and I, I like the fact that I'm going to have to keep opening packs until I get all of them, as opposed to just opening for positions. For sure. Oh, we have a good question here. Do you have any long-term goals for DOTS? <laughs> Maury, do yes. we? <laughs> a lot. Okay, Cal, let's hear. What are some of your long-term goals for DOTS? Well, so uh, I have a small list of things right now that I can show. Uh, so the first one is add card trading, which is going to be a doozy. That's going to be a lot. Um, building the second version of the website. That's I, the thing is I don't know what our priority is right now. We're gonna talk about that probably tomorrow or over the weekend. Um, so maybe one of these things happens within the month. Maybe it happens a year later. Uh, I think the biggest pipe dream goal is to integrate our website directly into the ISFL website. Uh, I mean it's totally within our power to do, but. It, it The th issue is it requires people who are already very busy to make time for us to work on that with them. Uh, so it would be great, in my opinion, if we could just embed dots into the website so you don't have to open a whole new tab to do this, go to a whole new website, log in there, etc. So that's, that's my biggest long-term goal. All right, Sloth, do you have anything that you'd really like to see come, uh, going forward? Uh, I mean, honestly, the integration with the website is probably like the top of my list as far as the wish list. Uh, Cal just makes it seem really cool. And uh, I think I would really just sort of make dots sort of like second nature to ISFL, I guess. Um, but honestly, I'm just kind of hoping that we stick with it. You know, like the card people keep making uh the next couple series you know maybe like two or three seasons like in the, the future basically i just want to make sure that we keep this going so it's not just like a couple season thing that people had like a passion project for and then just didn't have time for so mainly i'm hoping that we keep this momentum going yeah i do hope so too um tell uh, i um there is one long-term goal that we had initially, or mostly Cal had, that I was certain was just insane. And that was making a base set card for every player who's ever played in the ISFL. And he said that, I'm like, there is no way that we can do that. Um, we had made all of the cards for the current players, and then, you know, we figured out that there were draft SIGs going back to season 10. And it was like, okay, we can do those. We can crank those out. But 
for season one through season nine with the poor record keeping with the missing update logs the missing player pages um no record on max tpe and no draft sigs i thought there is no way that we're going to be able to make 650 plus base set cards um but we hired more people um who are passionate about this project who are really talented and have been driven and productive and we only have like what I haven't looked in a while, but it's like 50 or 60 more left before we'll have made a card for nearly every player who's ever played in the league, uh, at least the ones that we have record of. Unfortunately, a lot of the early seasons um, were, uh, were missing some players from because we don't have records. But that's a long-term goal that's really close to completion. Yeah. It's it's crazy because you know I was like I was like adamant about it like what's what's the point of just having cards for the last season like we should have uh, a card for all the people that played because the the most exciting aspect about this to me was the historical aspect and it's I I, I guess my thought was like if we can do that we know this isn't going to die because like then we know we have people who are committed. We're going to have more interest, all that stuff. And yeah, it's super close to happening. And that's in that's that's thanks to everybody involved. Everyone's mm -hmm. worked really hard to make it happen. Yeah, and definitely a shout out to uh, our great card makers because y'all put in a lot of work and definitely appreciate it. Right. Big Red, especially for doing all of those swaps. He's, I just don't know He's how a he machine, geez. Yeah, it's impressive. And his passion for league history and his knowledge has been so instrumental for us being able to really complete the, the base set for all those retired players. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. Shout out to Big Rod. Love you, man. As far as other long-term goals, um, once we get that base set um, completed, I'd really love for us to get to uh, a nice sustainable pace where we have our process down every season that we know exactly what's going to happen and that would be you know we'll, we'll keep two or three people on our base set to continue working on every season updating tpe tier borders creating new cards for our new rookies and for name and team changes and things of that nature and then all the rest of our wonderful card creators would each be in charge of one series every year that they just um, put out. And so we'll have maybe six to eight to ten annual series that we're always able to put out every year, um, depending on how many people we have working. Um, so we can continue to just build and um basically become like second nature to the league because they know oh every year dots is going to come out with new awards cards every year there's going to be ultimus champs cards so they know oh we won the ultimus that means we know that dots is going to come through and make specialty cards for us um that would be really exciting to me if we can get to that point agreed man definitely yeah for sure yeah, that's that's the thing I'm kind of worried about is like what happens if you know like Shady goes away. Uh, but 
considering the people that we have that are like doing other projects for us like different sets i think we might be all right if somebody says like man i don't have the time for this anymore i i think we've got the longevity not to mention the pay isn't bad so we can probably get some people who are just good at graphics to get interested definitely and a lot of the people that we have now are just as passionate about this project as we are they applied because they love this idea definitely yeah, there's a lot of talent uh, in the ISFL too. I'll say that. So. Yeah. You can see it from the cards. I just, I, I know I keep saying this, but the awards cards are just nutty. Yeah. Quirky Turtle is on another level. Yeah. Oh, man. There's just a few of our long term goals. But let's move on to our next questions from Jay Doctor. Um,. He says, uh, I imagine this might have been asking the first podcast, but I don't really get a chance to listen to podcasts ever. Was Tijuana collecting PBE cards the birthplace of the Dots company? Um, and Sloth, you were the, there at the very beginning, so why don't you take this one? I mean, I think that's fair to say, but at the same time, we never would have gotten it off the ground without Cal and him having the idea in connection to the SHL. So I think... It was like a happy sort of accident that we were so hyped about PVE cards in Tijuana and talking about it and just talking about the potential of them doing it in the ISFL that when Cal sort of came into the picture, it was just kind of like the perfect storm, I would say. Yeah, definitely. I'd, I'd say it was definitely Tijuana being excited about the PVE cards because, you know, I, like I said before, if I make a website and there's nobody else around to make the cards for it, I'm just a loser with a website. But, like, you know, I, I'm talking about this, and then Sloth is like, dude, they're talking about this in Tijuana, and I jump in there, and there's, I don't know, at least five, maybe ten people just talking about the PBE cards. They're like, dude, can we do this? And I think, yeah, I, I would definitely say that Tijuana being excited about the PBE cards is where it really started to take off. Oh, no, I'm wondering if we lost Myth again. I think so. Okay, well, I feel like Myth would probably, as uh, the current Tijuana guy, be very happy to hear uh, us talking about that. Um, hopefully he pops back in and uh, can give us some thoughts on that. Uh, should we push ahead in the questions here while we're yeah. waiting for him to come back? I'm pulling right. her up right now. Uh, let's see. I got it up right oh. here if you oh, want okay, me yeah. to. Uh, if you want to go to the next one. All right, Jay goes on to ask, at what point did it click and you decide that it was something we could do in the ISFL? I feel like that's probably got to be something... Uh, oh, I saw a myth's name light up again. Yeah, I'm back. All right. All ah. right. We, uh, we talked about that first one, and, well, uh, Cal sort of, you know, laying that groundwork made it all happen. It was sort of the genesis of everybody talking in Tijuana. We sort of agreed there. And, I feel like okay. We also couldn't have. Um, I know we talked about how it really started in the Tijuana locker room, but we couldn't have continued it without bringing in all this talent from other places. So even though a lot of the original members of the team are were Tijuana alum, um, 
we're happy that we've hired a lot of card people as well as oh and i guess cal you are part of the tijuana um yeah sort of you're not around there much but you played for us back in the day i did back in uh, tijuana Legends. season eight i think but yeah no that's a great point myth because i mean at this point i definitely don't even consider it like a tijuana project because we got guys from all over and everybody's been great yeah for sure uh, Jay's next question is, was the workload involved to get dots off the ground more or equal to what you're expecting it would take coming in? Oh, man. Interested to hear uh, Cal's take on this. I mean, it's... The shitty thing is that it's about what I expected. Like, there's... I just... I don't know why I agreed to this. <laughs> ah. It's so much. Uh, but, like, you know, when I was thinking about getting this done it was like this this website is going to take months making all the cards is going to take months it's going to take a coordinated effort from people who are really running this thing that was a point i was making when this all started um it was like a little disjointed a lot of people giving out their ideas and stuff and i was like hey someone's got to take charge and decide what's going to happen because you know, this is a huge undertaking, uh, and if it's not um, coordinated and like planned out, this is going to fail extremely fast. Um, so, like, yeah, I, maybe I didn't think it was going to be this much, but I knew it was going to be a ton of work for sure. And that's basically why I told Myth, like, hey, someone's got to take charge. <laughs> I would say definitely took charge. Yeah. I feel weird about this whole thing, to be honest. Um, I don't know anything about creating websites. I don't know anything about creating cards. I've not done any of the website or card creation at all. So uh, I definitely feel like I'm sort of riding on a lot of people's coattails through this whole thing. Well, Rip. damn, I mean, uh, I can say that Meth is definitely not writing on any coattails because he was taking the words out of my mouth. <laughs> no, I, so the thing is, um, Myth will come back and I guess say more, but... Uh, oh, projects I'm here. Need, oh, okay, were you done with yeah. the coattails thing? Okay. <laughs> Internet's not too good over there and... Yeah, I feel like you're cutting out a little bit, Matt. Yeah. Well, okay, so... Can you hear me? Yeah, now we can hear you. Okay. Mm. Mm. This is getting podcasting. Yeah, it is. Can't hear a darn thing. All right, uh, let's move on to our next question. What, what, hold up. <laughs> no, we didn't hear anything you no, said. No, no, Matt. Okay. Uh, all I said was, um, yeah, I think it was more work um, to get it off the ground than I thought. But also, uh, it's hard to exactly point to exactly what the work has been from my side. It's just been communicating with people, pretty much. Uh, I haven't done any of the technical work. I haven't made any cards. I haven't done any website work. Um, so it's hard to really see that as work 
Okay. Well, so uh, what I was going to say was that um, every good project needs a really good group of leadership people to make sure that the project stays on task, that like it doesn't it's called scope creep when people are like, well, we've got this really good idea. I've got this great idea. And people don't focus on the task at hand. Things just don't get done if that happens. And further, I would be an awful communicator for talking with HO. So like it, having somebody who was there to present the website and the whole idea to like really present it as something that was official and with good planning and something that they can expect to not just die and have HO put their backing behind it and then be like, oh, it didn't work and make them look bad is super important. Yeah, I, uh, I'll echo what Cal said there. You're definitely underselling everything you've done, Matt. Well, scope was a, was a big thing for us early on. We had a million different ideas from a lot of different um, voices. And so um, I do feel like my main contribution was getting us to focus in and saying, no, sorry, we can't do that. No, we can't do that. No, we can't do that. Okay, that might be possible. Yep, definitely. Uh, okay, so Jay's last question here. Any chance that a DSFL trophy cabinet can be a card in the future? Wouldn't mind having one of the Luchador's collection of Ulta Minis. I wonder why he asks that. <laughs> I think it'd be cool to have like an Ultimus and Ulta Mini card, just like one of each, that is like super hard to get. Um, I mean, you could also have like a trophy for each season. That'd be a cool idea. Uh, yeah, I, I don't see a reason why not. We do have the Ultimus um, series already, so that kind of covers that base, but it's an idea. Yeah, I definitely like, uh, down the line, I wouldn't mind getting some DSFL content into our cards. And uh, I think we've definitely discussed a few ways that that's possible. Um, but maybe a trick case is one of those things we could do. Um, yeah. Okay, we have one more question. This comes from one of our employees named Jayhee, who's been a card creator for us. And uh, he simply asks, y'all got any more of them packs? <laughs> yeah, I think we'll the go money. back to the uh, conversations uh, that we have to have about the cost of packs. <laughs> Not just that. <laughs> How many people are waiting for midnight to hit so that they can get their next hit, you know? That's fair. A lot of people are just like, oh yeah, it's midnight, buy a pack immediately. And then, like, tagging somebody in the Discord, uh, the NSFL, ISFL Discord, to be in, like, get pack. We are uh, coming up on about five minutes until that happens. Yep. We're done between midnight and one. I don't have any of Yeah, shout out to Laser for uh, helping us out with that, too. Yeah. Absolutely. Okay, so we've come to the end of the questions portion of this, um, but I just wanted to talk a little bit about the um, customer survey that uh, we sent out and talk about some of the responses and see what you all think. 
So we had 79 responses, which is a lot. I mean, that's easily a quarter of all the active members of the league. So I think we've probably got a pretty good representation of um, of what people think in general about the league. Um, and it wasn't just people who are really interested in dots or have bought a bunch of packs. We had 29 people out of the 79 who answered who've never bought a single pack. But we also had oh, wow. okay. 15 subscription members as well as, um, you know, several people who have bought, you know, at least one pack but aren't subscription members. So it's a pretty good selection of people league-wide. Um, encouraging thing to me is of the uh, 29 people who have not bought a pack so far, only 7 people said they would not consider buying a pack in the future, even if we improve some things or change some things. Interesting. Oh, nice. That's um, good to know. A lot of people are still kind of waiting to see how Dots shakes out. Um, they might be waiting for us to fix something, or they might, they could be waiting for various reasons, but it seems like a lot of people who have not committed to buying packs yet may do so in the future. Yeah, that's great. I feel like um, I wouldn't be surprised if there are people out there that were waiting to see if we kept it going, you know. Who wants to spend money on something that might not be around in a few seasons? Right, yeah. Um, I'm sure there are some people that are like, I'm not going to use Edge and I'm not going to download uh, <laughs> Firefox just to look at packs, right? So, right. Mm -hmm. Yeah, definitely. So, you know, once we get that fixed eventually, I think we'll get a few more people as well. Um, right. And I know personally, I can't use dots on my phone because I have Chrome. <laughs> not, but that's just not an option. I don't know how many people just use their phone for this. So, right. Also a good point. So my next is in the survey was what are the main reasons you have not bought many packs yet, if applicable? And by and large, we had three big answers that sort of um, rose to the top. 49% of responses, 32 people that answered this question, said um, that they'd buy more packs if the site worked on Chrome. So Damn. we thought that was the case. Yes, um, okay. 31 people said no trading was one of the main reasons they haven't bought as many packs as they might have. And then 26 people said that the packs were just too expensive. Okay. Okay. Interesting. So that's that's funny because that actually tracks. Uh, there are numbers on how many people use what browser, uh, and about 49% of the entire web is, or 49% of people that browse the web use Chrome to do it. So that's. That's funny. There you go. And then we had a few more responses from this. Um, only 14 people said that card selection was the issue. And I suspect a lot of that would be the, the rookies who don't have a card yet. Um, because who wants to right. You have no chance of pulling your own. Right. Only three people 
said that card quality the main reasons they haven't bought packs yet so that uh that's a huge um shout out to our dots team y'all are making great cards and there are only three people out of 79 who think that they're low quality so not bad nice yeah that's uh i'm glad it's so few but i'd like to see what those three people could do uh producing cards right the yeah the thing is i don't want to focus on something that has like such little weight too much but i just want to say like we had to use a template to get 700 cards made right like there was no way around that that was a requirement or it was never going to happen but if you look at most of the template cards are decent anyway and then if you don't really care about the template cards you look at the awards cards the hall of fame cards the uh ultimus cards like they're top tier like if they were submitted for graphics they would get a bonus so i i don't see what they're seeing i think probably the people who said that are the ones and i have seen this in some of the pt answers as well some people aren't thrilled that we've used the draft graphics um but again um you know we did make 700 cards um and uh that was a huge time saver for us to be able to use um, pre-made graphics, and also they're decent graphics, right? They're they're yeah. good props um, for the most part. And uh, these guys put in all this work to do those graft uh, the draft graphics for the cards, and oftentimes they're never used again. So I think it's actually a bonus that we were able to reuse these graphics um, in a way. Because it's a great resource that the league is not util uh, isn't utilizing very well. It's interesting to hear that people don't like that. Because personally, I think I've seen <laughs> I don't know maybe like fifteen people put their draft uh, images in their sig, and then after that, like it's you know they get a sig from their team anyway, so they probably take it out. I I assume most people never look at it again, so I don't know how you would even tell that they were draft sigs or graphics. Right. Yeah, and I think it's just that just kind of ignore these people are kind of ignoring the scope and that, you know, no matter how much ISFL money we're paying people, this is still a uh, volunteer position when you get down to it. So the fact that, you know, we're using some pre-made graphics to get around some time constraints, like I feel like that's not a unrealistic thing to do. Right. Everything's a trade-off and that's a trade-off that we were more than willing to take. Absolutely. Um, a few more things here in this question. Um, 11 people said that um, the pack purchase limit prohibited them from buying more packs, or that was one of the reasons. <laughs> and I suspect that's not really true. The people who don't like the pack purchase limits, for the most part, are people that are buying packs every single day anyway, and they want more. Right, yeah, if you want more packs, you don't say, ah, I'm not going to get any. That's <laughs> that's kind of silly, you know? You stick with it, you'll get more cards, right? Well, the so one this is probably the completionist group. If it's yeah, easy but... to do, it's not worth doing, right? You're not a completionist at that point, you're just somebody clicking the same button for about two days. There you go. Fair point. Um... This next one, this is fair. 11 people said that the issues with duplicates was one of the main reasons they haven't bought as many packs yet. So what are we doing to address that? 
uh, from yeah. a web standpoint. Now. Yeah, that's fair. Uh, so I've I've had other pressing issues to deal with, but that's probably that should take a very small amount of time to fix. Uh, and I have uh, essentially given up on fixing the Chrome issue until we go to website 2.0. Um, so I'll probably be fixing that up next and that you can expect to be done definitely before Monday, probably before the weekend. Awesome. Oh, damn. Yeah. That's awesome. Cloud. Thanks, man. Yep. Yeah. I'm planning on doing to address this concern. Um, I know that, you know, if you could, if you pull a duplicate, then, you know, that card disappears essentially because the website doesn't show duplicates. So a lot of people, you know, they'll pull a pack and they'll really only get five cards because they lose one of the cards in the pack. So several people are a few cards short in their collection. So something that I'm planning on doing this weekend is running a an apology promo um, for the duplicates and basically saying, you know, you have days. You can post in this thread once and get a free pack, and hopefully those six cards you get will sort of make up for the cards that you lost um, because of the duplicates issue. Right. It's exceptionally rare that somebody would get like a legend tier card twice, especially the same legend tier card or something like that. So I'm really hoping that that just hasn't happened yet. Yeah, yeah I haven't heard of it, so hopefully not. <laughs> right. And if you were listening to this and you actually did draw the same rare card twice and you have some sort of uh, screenshot or something to prove that, then we'd be happy to uh, rectify that situation um, the best we can. Although I, I highly doubt that that has actually happened yet because, again... I would be extremely surprised. you got to have some proof, so don't blow up Myth's uh, DMs if you don't have proof. I pulled three King Bronco Hall of Fame cards in the same pack. <laughs> Even two Hall of Fame cards themselves in the same pack would be just ridiculous odds. To pull two of the same one would be astronomical. Just astronomical, yeah. No question. Okay, so our next uh, concern was um, gamification issue. Um, people said they'd buy more cards if some sort of game that we could do with them rather than uh, essentially just owning pictures on a website. What do y'all think yeah. about? Yeah, the good thing is that the, the casino is already talking about that and we've been already thinking about that. So um, if that's what you want, it probably won't happen soon, but it's definitely likely to happen at some point in the future. Sure. And that's never going to be a central pillar of who we are as, as a company. Right. That's just going to be a, a add-in if it ever does happen. So, you know, if that's something that you really, that's the only reason you buy cards, then, you know, maybe this isn't going to be for you, but we are going to try to work with the casino team to make something like that happen every once in a while. And then our last two um, options that I put here in the survey is um, too many backup cards or too many retired cards, uh, too many retired players. And only eight people said that too many backup cards, and 11 people said too many cards from retired players. 
as main reasons they haven't bought many packs yet. So that really? sounds like we really nailed the realism of the rarity tiers. Uh, the rare cards are rare enough, and people are still pulling them enough that people don't feel like they're pulling trash constantly. Right, that's surprising. I thought people would be like, oh man, I wonder what this season one player did during their career. I, that's that's encouraging to me. So uh, that's uh, those two answers were about 12 to 17% of all responses. Okay. And then we had a lot of people uh, who put an other answer, and most of them are uh, various versions of I'm unbelievably broke. <laughs> yeah. Fair. That's totally fair. On to our next question that we have here in our... Um, oh, and this one is a fun one, too. Which specialty series or features would you like to see next? And we had four options that were selected at least 50% of the time. Rookie cards, 38 people said that they want to see rookie cards. 43 people said they want to see autographed cards. 42 people said they want to see holograph cards or special effects cards. And 36 people said they want to see record breakers series. That fourth one was surprising to me, but uh, that seems yeah. like something that a lot of people like. Um, thoughts on that? Man, the I'm just worried that we're gonna have too many different um, series and burn out our card makers. But they, I mean, every series that somebody comes up with, all of those sound super cool to me. I would be happy to have any of those. Yeah, I think it's about finding that balance between having like our creators come up with a whole new series. Um, but I think it's possible to make a lot of that happen, and we've already been sort of moving towards some of it too. So now it's time for us to spill the beans. Um, our upcoming series, um, and it's not really a secret, I've uh, posted around here and there uh, about these two things. But our two big things that we have coming down the pipeline are rookie cards or uh, I think what we'll end up doing is first rounders for the ISFL draft, the upcoming draft, season 25. And as part of that, we're doing autographed cards. So we're going to ask for the people who get drafted in the first round to send us an autograph that they've written by hand for their player. They'll send it to our team and um, we'll use some um, graphics technology to actually add your signature to the card. And that's going to be just insane. That's going to be so cool. I'm really looking forward to that. Yeah, that's really exciting. Also, I wish that that had been three years ago when I was a first-round draft pick. Yeah, same here. Well, dang, I wasn't even a first-round draft pick. Never mind. Um, and then our second thing, which I'm also really excited about, um, is we have found a way that we're going to try to do some holograph cards. Um, for those of you who aren't as familiar with this idea, it's those cards that when you hold it at a different angle, you see a different image. 
And we found a really cool way to replicate that with um, smart objects where the card will angle and you'll see the new image. And what we'd like to do is make one of those for each player who's selected in the expansion draft. So one part of the card will have their old jersey and then the card perspective will change to show them in the jersey of their new expansion team. Love that, that idea. Sounds awesome. The test card that uh, we saw was pretty cool too. So those are the two big ones, and I am thrilled um, at the response from the survey because it looks like the two biggest buyers um, from our customer base are the two things that we already had planned moving forward. Um, and then maybe once uh, we get those underway, then we can look into doing that Record Breaker series since it seems there's a lot of interest. I put six or seven other options in this survey, and all of them um, received interest from at least 20% of respondents um, up to like 30-something percent. But those, uh, those four were the ones that received the most interest. So um, I'm glad to see that. Thanks. Our next question was, which special events would you participate in? And uh, I had a few options here. 61% um, uh, of people said that they would participate in an event during Ultimus Week that gives better odds for Ultimus Champs cards. 53% of people said that they would participate in award, uh, an award series um, event where during the awards stream day, um, you would have better odds on awards cards. Uh, only 39% that uh, said that they would want to be able to purchase two packs on a specific day, which is interesting to me. I thought more people would be into that one. Uh, not surprisingly, 75% of everyone who took the survey said that they would participate in a free pack day. So, um, sounds like that would be a great way um, to reach out to some people who haven't yet participated with DOTS. And 63.6% .6 of people said that they would participate in a buy one, get one free day. Sounds about right. Yeah, I don't know uh, what I expect you guys to respond about, about that. And that's just I some interesting facts. 100% do a buy one, get one free day. That's a free 500k. Yeah, and I think we can definitely talk about various days, you know, maybe just throwing out free packs randomly, you know? Uh, I like the idea of like a surprise day of just like, hey, come get your free pack. Oh man, people would throw absolute fits in the Thunderdome if they missed that day. Maybe they should log into the site. Oh, people would quit. <laughs> What if we just? Well, I guess they're gonna miss the next free pack day then. What if we did just a free pack hour? Um, oh my gosh! See, now that's evil. At day. three in the morning. <laughs> <laughs> Have laser set it up so everybody's got to be up at midnight. No, uh, but yeah, I, I think uh, that's a really interesting way that we can 
um, draw more people in is having more free pack days and things of that nature. So I'm glad that lots Agreed. of people did in that sort of thing. Finally, I asked people to respond on a scale of 1 to 10 with how happy they are with dots so far. If, uh, 1 being a total failure and 10 being could not be happier with how dots oh are. And uh, we actually had zero people say that um, dots was a total failure. Nice. There, were, there were no ones. There was only one two. So, uh, okay. so that's pretty solid. We actually had 24 people that said an 8 out of 10. 12 yeah. said a, a 7 out of 10. And then most of the other answers were 5 or 9. So uh, I think in general... Really? People are very happy. Um, we had a few threes. Five people gave us a three. Four people gave us a four. And I'll publish this whole um, graph later. Um, cool. That's really surprising and very gratifying to hear. I vote. Yeah, no, I'm really <laughs> happy by those numbers. And I'm not surprised we have some of the lower ones, too. Well, yeah, I mean, there's always going to be people who are unhappy with stuff. So it, that, that's understandable. And they... I have certainly valid opinions because there are definitely issues, but yeah, agreed. Definitely. No, I'm not trying to poo poo them at all. I was more right. trying to say like, uh, no, I acknowledge that there's people that it's not going to be for them. Yeah. Oh, I really hope we didn't lose myth again. Oh, that's not good. You're running the survey. Yeah. I think that might've been the last question though. That's true. And we are uh, nicely past that one hour mark, so we're getting full pay for this. Yeah, uh, no sorry about that. That's He's right. back. I'm back. Uh, so um, our average was about 7 out of 10, and our most common answer was about 8 out of 10. So, um, and again, 80 people responded, so that's very representative, I think, of what the league as a whole um, thinks about dots. So that's really encouraging. Yeah, I mean, probably people with more like positive thoughts are going to take the time to do the survey. So I'd take that into account, but definitely insanely happy with those numbers. Absolutely. So that's the end of our customer survey, and we've covered the questions. Um, anything else that you think we need to share with our listener base here? before we log off. Tired. <laughs> uh, I mean, That's I don't have anything. I think we covered a good amount of, you know, sort of present day concerns and sort of future goals that hopefully some people out there are excited about what we're doing. In my case, I just want to say thank you to everybody who has purchased packs, who has uh, given us feedback. Uh, or just encouragement through this process. Um, we're really happy that uh, y'all are as excited about this as we are. Um, we know there have been a lot of bumps in the road, and uh, we've had some issues to work through uh, as we've launched, but we're going to keep working to bring the best product to y'all um, that we can. Um, and so, uh, yeah, thank you. 
Yeah, definitely. And thanks to uh, both of you guys for all the work you've put in. No, you. <laughs> <laughs> Great. Uh, well, um, that's all for this episode of The Dots Thoughts. And uh, next time to hear what we have to say. Yeah. Have a great night, guys. Yeah. You guys.